What up, 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 out here, this nigga out here sounding like a World War Z fucking, fucking zombie veteran. Same team, same district, eating brains. It's a motherfucking why not podcast, nigga. Shout out to the experimentations, live experimentations. Live, we on live, nigga. Wait, nigga, we on live. We, we on, on live, video? nigga. Put a nigga on blast, nigga. <laughs> nah, nigga, just do a video, nigga. Fuck that live shit. I ain't got no data for shit. Yeah, dude, forget that live shit, nigga. We on, nigga. We on, my nigga. See my fucking why now podcast, motherfuckers. Oh, y'all thought we was going, did you? Yeah, nigga, you thought we was gone for real, nah, nigga. Nah, nigga, what you mean? Yo, it's been forever, bro. Yeah, I know it's been fucking forever, bro. It's been, f- it's been forever. It's been, but yeah, not not a wasted uh, time. Uh, I I've been getting so frustrated in it, bro. <laughs> like, you know, like you know when they talk about like you know practicing calming yourself in situations. Yeah, yeah, but I think at some point I figured, okay, once you get started, everything just flows and it's just like. And the creative process, the whole, yeah, you know, like that yeah. creative cra- craving that you get, that urge, that's Life like, it's your oh, kill back, bro. <laughs> yep, yep, you know, yep. yeah, when, the, when that monkey starts getting on your back, but then you realize, we see the, the, the natural process is not, uh, it's not the, that smooth, uh, perpetual high. It's got highs and lows. It's got, you know, moments for you to uh, move fast and moments where you are, you feel like you're not moving as fast as you should be. Yep. And then having that conversation with yourself of, okay, why am I currently not moving in that at that speed? Did this happen to me or is this a choice? That is this a decision, something we're working yeah. towards? Yeah. You know, having to like counsel yourself through the um, the, the instinctive nervousness or you know, panic. Some or bull- which is it's, it's yeah. just some bullshit. That's what it is, right? Really, some bullshit. It's, it's annoying. I'm out here telling you how I feel. Yeah, nah, listen. Nah, nigga. listen. Because I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because the fucked up thing is, you you stay tripping about. Like I was saying, I was I'm telling, a trippy I, motherfucker. I, was, bro. I don't no, understand. No, no, no. I'm not even saying this. I'm not even saying about you, right? Okay. When you're in the situation, I was telling this guy like it's been two months and we ain't done shit. Nigga. Like that's just been conscious. I've been counting the days, been counting the weeks. It's like, God damn, nigga. nigga. I've been seeing other niggas drop. I'm like, nigga, no, I'll be scared nigga. to listen to you know that 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 Buster Rhymes legend of the fourth. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> bro, nah. And I saw George and he would he brought that song up and I was like, Yeah, man. But nah, man. It's it's, 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 it's crazy. Yeah, it's, shit, for me, it's more I mean, my competitive nature fuels. Okay, wait, a lot wait, of, wait, wait, wait. Let's, where have we been? How long has it been? Two months, bruh? God something damn, like that, bro. bro. We need to bring this motherfucker out of the bike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, this needs to come explain, bro. Yeah, bro. It needs then, to come explain. Yeah, bro. In the last two months, it's like there's been a lot of life living to be done. One, there's also been like a lot of, you know, getting to this space. The last time we were on, you know, getting the equipment up, 
and running. Yeah. You know, this yeah. nigga lives like fucking far away from This nigga lives a blunt, a blunt's worth away. Like you smoked a whole blunt. A whole blunt. And you still ain't here, nigga. That's, that's how far this shit is. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? We got lives, nigga. We got jobs. We got girlfriends. You know what I'm saying, nigga? We got time for this shit. But it's dope, though, because like, I think through it all, we've, for example, been making multiple okay, uh, uh, attempts yeah. at recording it uh, yeah. ourselves. The, and that's the thing. This, this is the, the thing. thing about fucking creating. This, the, this, the, this is the crazy not part, the right? Mode, this is the crazy part, right? Because we have a lot of shit that we recorded. Yeah. It's just finding a way of getting it out there. Yeah. Which, if it ever does. Bro, like it's, I've, I, it's in my really mind, at some dope. point, I thought we we had a lot of like dope conversations in different settings with very specific subject matter in that time yeah, yeah yeah i think for me it was like viewing the episode as not just the audio of the conversation but the full product right what you so, mean full product so you don't just drop the audio straight from the mic right you put a tag you put yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, and the nigga and... is like um, for, how do I split this, nigga? I'm trying to stop the cover right here, okay? So you know, set some so, fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just put some fucking fire put flame some in there. You know, yeah, yeah. so there's also been like a lot of like that learning, and also understanding like the because like everybody got like a, a home workstation, like yeah. right here. There's two fucking technically two studios yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. this space that we're yeah. in now, right? Yeah. Then it's then like, okay, now building your own personal workspace for this part of... For the of, same... Yeah, whereas before it was just like you needed a computer screen to type and Google shit. Yeah. You know, now no. the com- computer screen is, you know, something completely different. Look out of my pocket, nigga. Yeah, right nigga, now, niggas, man. you know... Got some stamps on the passports in the interim, you know... Yeah, nigga, shout outs to that shit. You know... Shout outs uh, to that shit. We didn't, yeah, nigga, it's been a lot of shit happening. It's been a lot of shit, bruh. And I don't even know if, like, some of the previous audio of us going through, like, that those conversation. conversations. Yeah. I don't know whether we can recover that, but... Do you want to rehash specifics of, like, what's been happening in the last two months? Yeah, let's let's, let's have some touch points. Yeah, let's, can you define it in feelings? So, give me a feeling and then tell me a story. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah. Because the first thing that comes to mind is uh, losing our nigga, our youngin. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And going to the funeral and going through that. Mm-hmm. It's the first thing that uh, that comes to mind. It's like the most prevalent thing that happened in the last two months. Mm-hmm. It was a big thing. Um, but then a lot of good has happened as well. Yeah. Um, there's been, I've gone to, I've gone back home twice. And in those two times, I am two for two in bringing cars home, shall we say. Well, firstly, shout out to you for like representing us, motherfuckers. Aba Pungugayo or what it was. No, my nigga, you know, it's like, it's like habits you got to unlearn, nigga. And we had a conversation about whether yeah, some okay, of Maradu, from, Maradu. <laughs> that's what that's y'all that's that's what they talking about when they say that shit that's that's what they talking about what you mean nigga yeah nigga it's a diaspora nigga yeah diaspora what you mean bro nah I ain't with that anyway so shout out to you for yeah bro 
going home consistently, bruh. As a motherfucker that's not used to, like, you know, being at home all the time in general, who's just used, been used to, like, going home on specific holidays in the year. You, you know? go home like you go to church. Okay. Only when there's some shit happening. Stick it right there's there, some bro. shit going down. Exactly. You, you, you know, like when there's food being eaten. You mean, then you out there, you down. Yeah, you suck, bro. bro. Both of y'all niggas suck. Y'all need to fix that shit. Going home. Yeah. Nah, you were just home before then. When's the last time? Yeah, you nigga, was home? I came back looking fresh, fly. Nigga, smell yeah, good. You see, you need to you jump on that shit. Yeah, bro. you need to jump on that shit. On the what? Going home? On shit? that going home train, nigga. Yeah, nigga. What you mean, bro? I be going home. Go home, nigga. We going. I be going home. What you mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, but you're right, though. You're right, but you know, like I go home so much. Certain niggas don't even think I'm still living in Joburg. This is the thing. Okay, we had this conversation, so we have to have this conversation again, right? That's the nigga. That's... I ain't lived at home since. Years ago, my nigga. Yeah. So nigga. for so me, like the being in another space and living there and having a life in that space, and that being primary home is like something I've lived for most of my life. Home being a place that I visit on holidays, type of situation. Yeah, nigga. Right. And so you now, are better, and, and, you know, now you're gonna change shit. Yeah, like, I'm trying to break the tradition, but nigga. But for the longest of time, I was like, "Yo, niggas be sweating me, bro. Like, I ain't been home, dog. Yeah, nigga, you need to go back. You to know, the fuck when Kanye West talks about like um, being a bad cousin on on Real Friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Sometimes I feel like I can understand some of those sentiments, feeling like you just don't go home enough, right? And as a result, you're not you're not as good as a family member. As you could be Because you're just not around to You don't know shit That goes on Yeah No nigga like, And that's the thing you, You've been stuck In your fucking rabbit holes The but whole I time to, Nigga I ain't even know It was a rabbit hole dog. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time Because you That's think you, mean, going, you think about going home And then you don't And then you think about Why you thought about going home and you're like, ah, fuck. Then, then I ended up not going and then you feel bad about not going. Nah, that used that to just, be the that That's what I'm saying. Nah, you, yeah. That used to be the case. And yeah. because you ain't changed it, you still understand shit to be. Or you're still looking at thinking of going home, but you ain't doing it. No, no, no. So it used to be a... I got You got so used to being unavailable that what you want from going home is more than driving down to the Eastern Cape and spending a few hours and then driving back to Johannesburg, which is effectively what a lot of that trip is. You want time, like, to be home and, like, get yeah. out of the, the funk of, for me, right? Like, yeah, take leave, nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Take nigga. leave from work, nigga. I mean, fuck this you talking about, nigga? Nigga, take leave, go and fucking sing, Bella, Bella, you know, that's what I'm saying, because I'm used to being here type of situation. So when I get, when, if I'm here and I've got connections in here, most of my life is based about you know but either way either way we've had this conversation yeah we've had this conversation we've had this conversation shit gotta change and shit has you need to be conscious about that yeah 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 so there was that there was going home what else from home you're talking about uh, second time around second time you get home and it's a new car yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 I'm gonna leave it at that for now because there's some shits in the progress. I mean, in the process, some works in the process, but 
It's some work. Some work we've been putting in. I've been putting in work. I've been. Bro, I'm nah, proud of my I, nigga. I, I, I'm. Nigga, I want to have this conversation, bro. What you mean, nigga? The fucking Fusi Monta situation, bro. Oh no, that we can talk about. You were talking about like you know where. Oh, yeah, I can talk about the second car. This nigga, come on, nigga. In okay. the hood, it's always that car being Vuswat for years, my nigga. Well, that's, that's, that's a like, bad example because it shouldn't be years if Vuswa. Finally, at least if Vuswa, if he can, do Vuswa, if he can. But what I'm trying I to say is, is like, it's always that, right? It's always, bruh. Are you telling me, Uguti, the cost of buying EE Kusheshe? Working on it to fix it up, right? And then Lispane, we have been alluring my drags two weeks. Likatlag, and then you know, back to the workshop, bruh. This the thing. Is, it, is that give me where does it come from? The, this the thing. You don't the ideology you don't, that that is worth. You it. don't appreciate being under the car. Osha is panel. Bopa ufasa ukaka utelo oil. Ubume usulu oil utama sandwich. Uti sandwich ingenzi pesi mnyama. You that you don't appreciate that art, that artistic aspect of it. Okay. You're not in it for that. You're in it for. Driving the car, going to the drags, and fucking it up. We appreciate fixing it up way more than wrecking it. God damn, bro. Way more. Being under the car, understanding every single element, knowing exactly, diagnosing that. Like, and anything can be done. Anything. We could do anything. Fuck you on. So, okay. Is that purely based on the love of cars BMWs cars 325 ISs it starts with cars all around but the only cars we can get our hands on that's really hot I'm a Kushashin I'm a M3 I'm a Tulfin we can't get the new fucking M3s a new fucking Rari or a new Porsche or a new Maserati them's is expensive that I will fucking make up to race your motherfucking Ferrari. Best believe. And then, and smoke you. is it the same thing as the original? Is like a, a new Kushesha? No, or is nigga, it like it's whatever so you much made better. It is Kushesha. so much better. It is whatever I want it to be. Yeah. Fuck you mean I can put a V8 in this shit I can put a 6 cylinder in this shit I can leave the original I can re-pull the original I can fine tune the original I can put turbos and leave it at that this is what I can I'm put saying. Why and the leave fuck it at that what, what you want why are you nigga? putting Kushesha then go get a fucking Civic Type Cause R cause I can't do that get Civic Type is, R bro. and secondly Civic Type R is a front wheel fucking drive so it doesn't even fucking spin <laughs> fuck you talking okay, about nigga Okay, listen, bruh. Uh, I've just, for me, it was, it's always been like, yo, where is the love and passion for... I always assumed it was about the, 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 the excitement in the drags, right? Nah, that's like... The drags is like the product, right? It's like how you break down hip-hop. Firstly, it's the collective consciousness mm. that produces the culture when we relate as social beings to one another, produces this culture that we create as a way of living, right? The culture then produces products 
mm. which is the music, the dancing, the graffiti, the DJing, mm. the rapping. Those are products of the culture. Mm. So the drags is the product of the motorsport culture. Ivela mm. Pig as a as a Durban native. You know, you know, you were, was it always just about cars themselves or was it like the niggas who had cars and what cars those niggas had at the time? Well, in a lot of times, those two aspects have intertwined where it's cool niggas with cool cars. Yeah. But you get bitch ass niggas with cool cars. <laughs> you get complete assholes with cool cars. You get niggas who can't even drive with cool cars. Yeah. Right? So, but most of the times, it's niggas that we, we, that were appealing to us in some form or another mm. uh, who had the cool cars. Mm. So, the love for it just, and I'm from Newlands. I'm from a Newlands, I'm from a Newlands, me. <laughs> So I'm a civic in Tanga all yeah, my life bro, since like, I was a young and the civic car, is being the car culture that space. Yeah, bro. dog. I've been having a civic. I'm a M3 Supras. When I was in high school, early high school days, Umopin had a fucking Supra. I'm a, a, SS. Fu- a real fucking Supra. Every Do generation you know, of you, I'm a SS. You, nigga, you, you get an example Do you know of there are countries who love that car to death but have never seen it because it is that rare? And that I saw it almost every day. Mm. So it, oh nigga. And shout I can tell you, people. like, shout out to shout all out my to Indian, Indian firms yeah, nah, back bro. home. They put, they helped perpetuate that shit. And yeah. I cannot leave this out. <laughs> I cannot, because I'm going to give these Indians the credit. Yeah. They have their credit, but they didn't put me onto cars. My dad. Put me on two cars. Okay. That nigga was the biggest fucking petrol head I know to date. Yeah. Was he like into like car magazine shit? Nah, or like petrol head in real I life? Don't, yeah, that nigga was living that shit. Yeah. He was fuck reading up on it. That nigga was living that shit. Yeah. I remember, I don't know how the fuck young guy was. I was probably like four, five. Yeah. Backseat of a fucking um, Ford Sierra, um, a six cylinder. Mm-hmm. He, he fought, he, not Ford Sierra, sorry, Ford Sapphire. No, shit, back then it was a Ford Sierra. The, yeah, the first one was a Ford Sierra. Yeah. And we'd be on the freeway. Six cylinder. Six cylinder. My dad was six cylinder or not. Like six cylinder <laughs> or above, rather. Let me put it like that. <laughs> oh. Right? Um, oh, nothing. Oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck you mean? You got five niggas. What the fuck you mean? It's Unita. Oh. That's how you measure milk, nigga. Fuck you mean, nigga. It's not, there's cars out here. So we'd be on the freeway randomly and a car would pass. Like we'd mm. be in the middle lane like normal fuckers and a car would pass like a normal fucker. Mm. And I'd look at that car passing by quickly. I'm like, oh shit, that nigga's driving quick. And then I look at my dad I'm like, like, yo, yo, you what this nigga just and did? And I tell him, I'm like, Baba, this nigga just got shit. What's up, nigga? Got shit, Baba. Oh, that nigga would go. That nigga would go nuts, son. That nigga would go nuts. I'm telling you, that nigga would catch you, up to that shit, overtake the motherfucker, and then look and look back at me and I'm, hmm, hmm. I'm like, yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga. Fuck this nigga! What this nigga trying to jump us on the fucking road? This nigga thinking he can jump us? I don't care. 
Yeah, nigga. So you be chasing M3s? I be chasing aeroplanes, nigga. <laughs> Fuck you, me, nigga. Yeah, Anything bro. can get it, nigga. Was that... Uh, so, Enanda, was it the same shit, though? Oh, yeah. No, Enanda. Oh, Enanda, Enanda is what put us on to Amakushesh. Because Amakushesh and Amavura is the culture as a Lukshin. Yeah. Some, some, some people about Kulima Lukshin like Entuzu, I think, um, were exposed to a lot more civics in Lukshin. Mm-hmm. Civic for me has always been a new lens, right? It's always been Indian related. Mm-hmm. I don't know no darkies growing up with civics. I knew yeah. them trying to get a Mavur, yeah. you know, right? So, Enanda, we had old niggas back in the day with, with some money was like taxi owners and running a couple of salons and they got businesses here and there and that have a mavura like three, four, five niggas yeah. would have a mavura and a makushash and a m and then on like Sundays shama prayi chiliwe kawashi zawashi moto and afterwards always like before the era of speed fucking humps everywhere and <laughs> anyone can tell you <laughs> yo anyone any- in Durban will tell you I must speed humps as a nand yeah, no. I said, nah, that's Bali. Ah, it's Bali. There's something special, yeah, bro. Them motherfuckers <laughs> special. I, nigga, I am special, but I don't know what the fuck is going on. What the spirit of Sasananda is something else. So before all of that shit, Konum Kago, like the main road, Osua, MJ Pin, Oshone, Le, Le, Kosbomvin, Kondongwin. It's a longest. Longest straight ass road yeah. that they'd race on. Oh, nigga. And you'd hear the car coming from all the way there before you seen it. And you'd tell them, oh, okay, nah, oh, nah, it's on your vote. Oh, there's two of them. Okay, okay, this is gonna be good. Oh, nigga. What the fuck's tap stretches of motherfuckers racing, dog? Like, were they. What you mean? Distance. Was it like. That, that road. Ah, man. If I think about it, that road may be like. Two, two and a half kilometers. God damn. Nigga. Just as an average Lushy, guess. Y'all niggas, niggas be killing people, bro. That's yeah, I mean, that, that bro. road is the reason Fuck why there's hums like... Trooped up in this fucking space. But bro. then, yeah, I mean, shit, bro. But it was a good road either way. Mm. But um, so that that culture, that perpetuated the whole love for cars. I used to tell people in high school, bro, like, I loved car. I love cars more than most people love their parents. How, okay, talk me through how you are so confident that you can even understand how much most people like Oh, motherfuckers tell me how much they hate their parents and all that shit. And I'm thinking, I can never get to a point where I can say that about a car. This motherfucker. I'm like, God damn, bro. And it's like, cars is like, it's working or it's not working, right? Parents... This motherfucker's trying to like, you know... <laughs> trying to kill you. He's trying, he's trying, he's trying to keep you in line. Get the best thing, in your though. life. But he's like also that's popping you in the head. Cars have, cars have fucking um, um, stability control. They have ABS to keep you in check. They have that fucking... Um, what's it called? Ah, shit. I forget it. Where you completely disable it and then you could do drifts and shit with these expensive cars but then some of those cars oh, don't traction control traction control yeah some of those cars don't completely disable the traction control so it's still mm. there like a parent just keeping you in check it's like nah nigga you can't do that all the way mm. but anyway I love cars either way so there was a lot of trips home in the time away yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also yeah like I said you know me and Shorty went and 
the timing was just all over the place to say know. the least yeah and you know uh but the experience we went to to namibia you know uh the experience like i said was dope it was dope to be like in a space where you know nobody besides the motherfucker you're there with <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> right? we gotta you know, work this out right and access to internet is like you know at the house or at the restaurant so if you just like take a walk and it's a small place in small town in Namibia called Swakopmon so we got to spend a lot of just like contact time yeah. where there's not much else to get through besides whatever conversations she and I are having and um, yeah so I think at a personal level that that uh, it was a a fruitful you know experience because then you come back and like some of the anxieties and questions you know that what you got like you got them answered there yeah or, or like sometimes it's like insecurities not really a question about something it's just like not feeling sure about you know any mm. about cert- yourself in relation to the relationship under specific circumstances and then you get into conversations about like this is how I act this is why I act like this right this yeah. is how I com- you know and you're like what about it and like you know, drunken conversations, bro. It's like you said when you drunk talks, bro. Drunk talk, drunk talks, bro. Drunk talk is always the you way. You need bruh. the drunk talk. Drunk bruh. talk is always the way. Um, there was um, also meeting new people that nobody, neither of you know. Everywhere you go, you abantu, abanganazi, no babili. So you know, you are seen as these two people. Uh, Did you actually? Mm, yeah, I don't. Mm. I mean, not too many people. Nah, mm. we wasn't. Uh, we I, was, mm, uh, I think it I, was cold as fuck. You know, but we wasn't out in these streets. Okay, okay. But it was like you know when you do have interactions with people, just like yeah, mm. yeah. I know. So it was dope. I think I don't know how much time people get to be away. Just nobody, you know, not like uh, those fucking. Couples vacation things. I dread those things sometimes. What do you mean? That's exactly what the fuck you just no, did. I'm saying when people do it in groups type of situation. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think in my mind that that's a dreadful like setup. Why? It just seems like a recipe for disaster at some point. Nah, I mean, you have fun, right? But I just feel like when I get home, I'll have like a lot of shit to like, you know. Shit will never be the same. But, yeah, but I think it's right then. Yeah. Group I think it's like how, you remember when we took a road trip? Yeah. And then I remember in the road trip, we was at some point we was all tripping and we was mad at each other or some shit about some shit. Some dumb shit. Everybody was mad at one another. Ah, suddenly. So very, very suddenly. Exactly. Maybe you wasn't mad at nobody. Everybody else was mad at each other. And then I went to Uspume and I went to him and we're like, yo, nigga, what the fuck is going on? Why are we all tripping? And it's like, ah, Jenna, I'm a road trip, bro. I'm, 
That's exactly what the fuck that should be like. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fucking fun. It's going to be worth it. Incubation. But every emotion is going to be experienced. Yeah. Even the ones you don't necessarily yeah. want. Yeah. So I, th- I I don't know. I look forward to it. I like doing shit like that. And then, you know, the society as a whole has been going through quite a uh, bit of shit. In, Yo, in bro. Yeah. Yo, there's been a lot of shit going on, man. Yo, bro, like... Yo, that shit is like... So... I've got it written down here how I want to uh, like have this conversation. I think the, gonna come the, from the, the, I think the word that was used was femicide, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, what was the young lady's name? Uh, oh, he's in the wrong room. The worst thing is like I had made a point to, rem- to remember the name up until I got into the studio. Yeah. Uh, Uinen, I think. That's yes. terrible. Uinen. Don't do that. We'll be yes, her name is Uinen Mkhwekyan. Okay. Um, yeah, but so like, you know, there's the there's that shit happening, right? Then there's the social media storm that, you know, uh, brews from that. And then there's the fact that, you know, those people on social media are people in real life. So then there's like the experience of like how people are feeling about like being in a space where everybody's on their phones and like that's what you're seeing. And one side, I was seeing a lot of questions from from niggas on some, you know, what do we do? You know, it's not like these conversations that, uh, we are expected to be having amongst one another are not happening, you know. Um, yeah, what it's are not like they're already, they're not already happening. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, I, I want to have the conversation about that specifically, right? The question of what do we do? Right? Because okay. I think, yeah, I think that's, that's a conversation that we, we rightfully should be having amongst ourselves as men. Um, I think when, these questions came up on 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 social media it a lot of times it came up as a you know tell me what to do so i can change that particular situation you know the nigga who's somewhere right now you know raping a a, a woman or you know putting his hands or mm-hmm. you know cuz stats you know suggest that me saying right now is not too absurd yeah. type of situation yeah and which is <laughs> fucking absurd say that again that stats is fucking absurd yeah the fucking stat is fucking absurd so yeah bro what the fuck do we do right um you and I have had this conversation i don't know if i have the best choice to articulate it right now i think the idea is still fucking hotboxing the planet. Right? Exactly. Right? That's still the very idea. It, it can't be a, I am doing something for somebody else. Right? For, for as long as that contribution of what do you do, you view it as that, then it'll always be something that you are expecting somebody else to define for you. Somebody else, you know, there's always going to be a need. I, get, I don't like what you're saying, but I get it. Mm. And it's annoying. Because... Mm. As long as you, as we're humans, and as long as you do it for someone else, you want to get rewarded in some way. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? 
Kanti, as soon as you understand things and do do them for yourself, they're yeah. that's the very reward. Yeah, right? and like this is my hypothesis, right? And this, like you just said, if you are making changes in your behavior, you know, thought pattern, you know, choice of conversation, speech pattern, yeah, you know, choice of words, you know. If you're doing that for yourself because you understand that you ain't trying to put out no bad vibes because you're gonna put, do you understand? And you know? that you'll get cancelled. <laughs> you gotta understand that Unless shit. Unless you Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Dave Chappelle is the greatest, the greatest of all time. <laughs> you know, and this that that's also another point, like the duality of like the severity of the situation and the need for people to actually take serious action. At an indi- at an individual level, and then there's the the fact of like the social media storm, right? And the idea of getting cancelled, this that, and judge during the execution. You know what baby. I'm trying to say? They are real. They are they are real issues at heart, right? Yeah. I think in the conversations I've I've had, I've always said my view is, bro, it shouldn't be a what am I doing for you, right? It's what am I changing about you know what I do and how I do what I do or why I do the things that I do for myself, right? Such that everybody benefits from the positivity that comes from making those decisions. Because like, bro, like, can nobody tell you what you must do that will will prevent a situation where if you feel some type of way by hashtag men are trash, that hashtag will happen sometime in the future, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Because you're, you know, uh, standing up for someone one day doesn't change everything at the same time, you know? So it mustn't be a, what can I do? Then you give me points for it once off. It has to be like a lifestyle change. That's how I say it goes. For me, I think it's still about this whole hot box in the planet. Like you can't do it to people. It has to be done with people, right? Meaning people must participate, you know, willingly in the process. And that's why I say, once you've done it for yourself, then you can share in what you choose to, you know, have conversations about. What conduct you choose to address, you know. Not because I'm doing it because there's a storm brewing somewhere. I'm doing it because I believe that by having this conversation and, you know, even if you are, you get annoyed by it, Right, if you do, understand. Especially if you get annoyed. Yeah, especially if you fucking. If I'm telling you you're being raped, you're like, nigga, don't tell me that. Listen, shout <laughs> shout outs, shout outs to all the people that I usually engage me on social media. Yeah, this nigga be triggering and some then, and then and then chose to shut the fuck up when I said some real triggering shit that I wanted engagement on because he. Also chose to shut the fuck up online, and then he came to me, and then we had the conversation, and then yeah, he understood. So- but the point is, the people I was speaking to initially before I posted that shit, they ended up understanding because we had the conversation. Oh, a context. What was that shit? Do you want to the post? I don't give a fuck. If you're not up on it, it's fine. I don't give a fuck at this point. It's the post that you had on Facebook. Um saying that I can rape I myself as an individual yeah. telling a female that not to trust me because I can rape. I too can rape, okay. Yeah, like yeah. just that simple fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And at face value, 
it makes it triggers a lot it triggers a lot of emotions mm. and then you have the conversation the greatest thing i feel that it triggers is the wanting to have the conversation or because i don't want to say it's a need but the want the extreme want to have the conversation and then once you have the conversation you understand and then you understand a lot more you understand the insights i was trying to give with that but without having the conversation which is what i feel like a lot of people um chose to do they chose to not engage and i feel i'm like i know i like i know you see this this stats for this i know you see this mm. this is what i actually want us to talk about mm. but now you're quiet now you're feeling triggered so much Mm. that you don't want to engage. You remember it goes back to another convo we had. I was telling you the other day that you need to have someone who cares about you so much that they're willing to look past the emotion and have the conversation. Mm. Cuz the greatest conversation come after the emotions. That's why I love drunk talks. Cuz you're drunk, you're feeling some type of way and that deepest fucking shit you ain't never said before but is your truth finally then comes out. And I end up <clears throat> understanding you more. So uh do you think we can put together like a a short improvised uh you know idiot's guide to not being or to 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 what you can do do you think like do you have an idea of an answer for yourself in your mind about what you can do when people say sezenjan 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 yeah yeah i have the first step the very first step only unlock as a for sure thing converse with who about what with everyone about everything so who's initiating the conversation you right you the motherfucker listening you 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 him her him her everyone should be looking at initiating the conversation because it's two sides here yeah it's one you feel you're the victim or the receiver of the situation right let me in this context if you're a woman you may feel that you're like you're the victim in right. in in the in this rape massacre in this right. rape uh, epidemic because right. it's really becoming a it's fucking been, problem now right it's been a problem yeah it's been a problem <laughs> no every rape yeah. is just yeah. bullshit every single one of them but like when it becomes a huge yes. fuck it fuck it right So I'm saying the uh, a woman may feel like they're the victim in that case mm-hmm. rightfully so right um so they should then in, initiate the conversation from that aspect how they feel about that forget I'm saying they may feel like the victim if they don't feel like the victim but they realize the situation then that's their perspective that's their aspect but mm. they should also initiate the conversation I as a man am either one the rapey nigger who's a bullshit ass nigga who never initiates the conversation anyway because he knows it's bullshitting or two I'm the cool nigga who's interested in helping in any way I can in helping um protect our females protect everyone I initiate that conversation from that perspective I'm the what do I do so as long as we're all asking we're all going to realize we all don't know and then we all realize that what we then come up with at that point will then be the answer. So an answer will be achieved, but without asking first, without initiating anything, without mm. getting up your ass, mm. nothing will happen. So, nothing changes. I mean, which means then okay, I hear you. I hear you. So when do we when do we go f- how do we go from how do we 
convert, you know, outrage to actual conversation. You, you, like, you, know, you, you got to feel this. Okay. Okay. Maybe I should let you finish. There's actually, participants with like, you know, emotion attached who are emotionally, yeah. you know, yeah. to the, to the situation, you know, like, <clears throat> so you can't dictate often how one person is going to come to the party. So the, if for yes. instance, the woman in the conversation, yes. right? You can't tell her. You can't tell. Do you understand? You can't tell her shit. Right. She's coming. If she's mad and she's here to vent. Right. Take it, motherfucker. That's what the fuck this is about. This is exactly yes. this is what it's about. If she's here to vent, then she feels firstly comfortable enough yeah. to vent to your ass. Yes. We so gotta, if you hear yeah, hashtag men are trash, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up and yeah, take it. Men are the, trash. You know this. And, you and, are trash. And, and if you this feel shit. some type of way, still shut the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up. Nobody cares, man. Nobody cares about your yeah, opinions, bro. Relax, shut the bro. fuck up. This ain't about, about you. It's not about you. It's not about you. Shut the fuck up. So it's, that's what it is, right? It's it's so it's, these it's, conversations. I'm saying, do you know? I feel like a lot of people fail to. You know how Charlemagne and them always campaigning about mental uh, mental health and uh, feeling, like actually feeling, meaning going through the feeling, expressing the emotion, whether it's internally, mentally, psychologically, however the fuck you will. Feel the emotion. Feel it's it. Like in movies, live it. You see that character who goes to the bathroom and she fills the the sink up with water, and then she goes. You know, dips her head in. Yeah, she expresses. She gets that out. Yeah, right. That's her chosen method. That's cool. Choose yours. Right. Get that out though. So once you've gotten it out, excuse me. You don't. You're not holding back anymore. You don't. You don't have that thing holding you back. Because I feel like a lot of people, or rather, I've heard a lot of people say they can't engage in certain topics because they feel some type of way. Like they get too angry, and then they'll end up probably shouting at you or saying the wrong thing and not getting their words in order or all of that shit. Right? Mm. If they engage at that time where the emotion is overwhelming, and that's because they haven't expressed that emotion. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to lash out at you unnecessarily. They're like they're being considerate, if anything. But they have to first go through that emotion because mm. the conversation lies on the other side. Mm. Because the the emotion will always hold shit back. If we're talking right now about um, a mugging or a breaking, let's say a house breaking, mm. and when you were young your house was broken into maybe your brother, your sister, your parents were shot and killed in that house breaking. Mm. That you are way much more attached to that emotion around that conversation than I will ever be if I've never experienced mm. that. So trying to have that conversation with you will be very trippy because you'll be coming from another angle. Mm. And unless I can firstly allow you to express that, secondly, or rather firstly, you need to allow yourself to express that emotion. Mm. Secondly, I need to allow it. Thirdly, mm. You need to get through it for us to then actually converse, right? Mm-hmm. So it's that. It's it's getting that process so, right. So, so this is step two. Step one was converse. Yes. You. You. take Make the effort to have the conversation. Starting from you. Don't expect, don't wait, yes. don't think anyone Start else the, will come with it. Make the effort. Start yeah, from then yourself. Everything else you find out as you go. Two. It's not about you, niggas, okay? Niggas should shut the fuck it, up. It, as far as this conversation goes specifically, you should expect, right, that 
it's not going to be a dilly dally happy, you know, everybody's, you know, uh, yeah. this yeah. is a cordial, yeah. you know, and this me- the meeting by invite, except the, 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 the niggas, email the, niggas think they're VIP in yeah. this conversation. Nah, nigga. <laughs> That's the problem. They y'all think they're out your VIP. And y'all niggas is in the <laughs> chat outside. Like, <laughs> of the <laughs> 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 and this is the problem. Y'all niggas is not, right? Know? This is the thing. I, I, I'd like to, I'd like to put, to put it into perspective. Firstly, firstly, I'd like to say just shout outs, a huge shout outs to an idol of mine, mm. Kobe Bryant, the greatest of all fucking time. Fuck you, Looney. Kobe Bryant, the I'm greatest sorry, of all At time. At some point, you're going to have to like give up on Derek Rose. <laughs> <laughs> if you are too mad about Kobe, oh, I know you're too mad <laughs> I was gonna say about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nigga, shit. Yeah, right? you say like Kobe. Kobe got an Oscar. Six, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, right? Anyway, um, doesn't count. How many crossovers were did he do for that Oscar? <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude. listen. Hey, he deep broke. He broke down eighty-two games for that. But anyway, right? Kobe Bryant. I I, I was watching the interview uh, with him with um, who's that guy? Fuck, I forget his name. Indian-looking fella, right? And the beautiful, like, hour-long conversation with, like, a live crowd here. Mm. It's like in a theater um, type thing. And um, and they were talking, that guy was talking about how the greatest artists are ones who love, greatest artists are storytellers, first and foremost. And true storytelling, for storytelling, rather, you need to be able to give analogies. And the greatest analogies are, like, comparisons to other scenes of other places and shits. So Kobe was doing that. Like Kobe was breaking down shit like how we talk, like how when you're trying to describe something, it's like, you know, it's like when you, and then you break, then you go into a, a yes. great analogy and then that just answers everything. You don't have right. any, right? And the, I, the storytelling, I then got to see another aspect of him, which is storytelling. And he was doing it in a manner I really appreciate. And it's like, after after you gave me five rings, my nigga, after you gave me 20 years with the Lakers, mm-hmm. and you're going to do this shit right here? So, it's... it's Because it's, I'm trying to... You said you wanted to give Kobe a shout out for a reason. Yes, yes, yes. What were we talking about before that? I want to because it relates to that. No, 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 it relates to that. It relates to that. The nigga tripped into a rabbit hole. He didn't even. No, 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 no. It relates to that. We were saying something specific. No, I was saying uh, the second point is that it's not about you, right? You must expect. Yes, yes, motherfucker. I knew it was gonna come back. So Kobe Bryant, still. Right, (laughs) (laughs) Kobe, motherfucking Bryant, nigga. Um. So it's the storytelling thing. Kobe was, when you give relation, when you give analogies, the greatest storytellers are people who are able to give analogies to give it relation to you so you understand it in whatever context you need it. Mm. Right? That's what Kobe can do. <clears throat> so he's a great storyteller as well as being a great basketball player. Shout out to Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. That's what I love doing. That's what I want to train myself and teach myself to get better at. So with that in mind, I want to give great relation to why niggas should shut the fuck up. 
when we say men are trash. Yo, why did you never set up for niggas need to shut up? to relax, niggas. Y'all need to calm the fuck down. Sit down, the conversation you need to have with the women in your life as fellas imagine it as the conversation you need to have with the white people in your life about racism how the fuck bumpy is that conversation going to be at the beginning that's yeah. not going to be smooth yeah listen that's <laughs> not going to be nice like if you <laughs> want said at the beginning listen it's a long cuz it's a long way <laughs> that road is the it's just sticks and fucking rocks and potholes right so it's it's not going to be it's it's that mm. it's that crazy and right I mean, cuz that you know how Niggas like even in rap, niggas say you talk like a woman, right? Yeah. Because for the longest of time, the idea of sitting and listening to a woman talk about her life experience is considered as a, as a like an annoyance. Tedious. Like, oh, I why did I ask how your day was? Right. Mm. So if you feel like that about her efforts to share her, if, I know it's it's tedious. It's your day. She's telling you about people you have no the, a fucking idea who they are, and that's the problem, really. You know, because the same niggas. If niggas telling niggas about their day, they can talk for three hours just breaking down how dope their day was. But because niggas can relate, it's like, oh, what you tell us? Oh, and the number she man. Oh, okay, and the number no, no, no. It's interesting. And then she tells you she was at the salon, and it's interesting for her. You you lose interest, and you gotta keep that same fucking energy. Yeah, niggas be like. So because there's been a perception about that, right? Which is annoying, right? Yeah, and I'm sure. Some of those feelings have got something to do with, like, most of that time, the conversation ends up with, like, shit, you gotta do. <laughs> yeah, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> most, most of the time, it most does. Of the time you do end up in trouble at the end of that conversation. Yeah, you more more gotta, often than like, not. I got, either gotta, like, apologize, <laughs> you know, you know, do better. <laughs> you know? So, but, anyways, that's those, like, yeah. The idea that like listening to someone speak to you about their life experiences is something that you feel like, oh my God, it's annoying. So even in your mind, you don't view it as like that. You don't view as that as conversation to engage with. Yeah. Right? You don't view that as any conversation to engage with. But the, what you don't know is like, it's not about the random white lady in the office and this, that, and the other. Really, it's about like how all of that makes her feel about the situation. That's why she's trying to communicate. Yeah, nigga. Right? Yeah. Which is the same thing that you are trying to achieve every time you tell anybody about anything. About anything. Yeah, you're trying to communicate your views. How Fuck you feel nigga. about that shit? Hey, the point no, is this. I'm mad about this. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. That's, that's why niggas are selfish, bro. That's why niggas is trash. And that's why I said, motherfuckers, you think you know what her life is. You think you understand what it means for her to be like in this thing we called life on a day to day. 
You think you do. You genuinely think you do because perhaps you've lived in a society where you've never had to interrogate, you know, what... The, what it truly is. What the basis of that understanding is. What makes you think you know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? You think it doesn't matter or you think you, you don't care because it's not happening to you. But you haven't really thought about... You know, the circle of life. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say, man. You haven't really thought about this shit, buddy. Because no no man is an island, right? Whether, even if it's not blood and family relation, you are always living in existence relative to everybody around you. Yeah. You know? You have things that you bring into this world, people that you bring into this world that you have hopes and aspirations for. And if you don't make an effort to create a society that is, you know, beneficial to them thriving, right? If you don't think that that's important enough for you to like diligently work on implementing as a practical reality of today, then you don't, you don't really know, you're not thinking about that, that right? That's, not, the, yeah, that's yeah. the most dangerous thing. You're not thinking about People that. And I'm thinking saying, yo, that. bro, like for real, dog, it's not going to be easy. You got to have the conversation. You got to be open to sitting through all of that filler it's filler because your ass has been not listening. Okay, it's, it's, some real, like, it's some real it's, shit. And it's context in most cases. It's but the, fucking context. That's bro. the thing. It's like those episodes. What are those 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 One Piece episodes? No, nigga, One Piece. Don't or is it the filler. One Piece movies? Yeah, the movies had context. But I get what you're saying. I yeah. get what you're saying. Um, And that's the thing. First it's and context. foremost, like this shit is just, it's so simple. It's so basic. It's I you I love the phrase um simple but difficult. Wow, that's such a I don't believe in that phrase, but continue. I get the point being made, but like I feel like there are better words you could use. I can't think of them. Of right course, now. no, no, no. I fully agree with you. Yeah, there are much better words to use, but I like that phrase. Direct for me. contradiction is like black but white. That's what this yeah, is. Yeah, nigga. Shout out to Schoolboy Q. Oxymoron. Right? Yes, nigga. <laughs> I still so, don't know. Is it Oxymoron or Oxymoron? Hey, man. Oxymoron sounds like, yeah. Schoolboy like Q. It sounds, it sounds like exactly a, what Schoolboy Q meant. Oxymoron sounds like a type of moron. Yes, who's on Oxycodone. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You know, That's what Schoolboy Q was talking exactly. about. Yeah. Right? So, it's simple but difficult. Because... Yeah. Sitting down and talking to her is the simplest fucking thing you can do in any engagement. Mm. But the difficulty of actually communicating and speaking your mind and getting through shits is is boundless. Like it, it varies from people to people, but it's usually some of the scariest shit certain some people have to go through. Mm. And that's why I suggest. In those and only those specific cases, a touch of alcohol. Oh, bro, this thing. <laughs> those and only those specific why? cases, why? because because it gets to the part of your brain that's that doesn't care. Like weed will get you to the it will get you the fuck it, but weed will get you thinking about it and saying fuck it. Alcohol will get you to the fucking part of your brain where you think about it and say, fuck it, I don't care. I will tell him how I feel. Nah, I feel like, you see, when, when I'm doing this already, like I've got the wrong energy because now, so I'm hyped. Now, whatever I'm feeling, I'm feeling 
that much more of that. I feel like if I'm drunk, like I'm like extra. That just means you can. That that's the thing. You that means you can. You may be able to not control your liquor. No, a, but what I'm trying to say B, is, not if control I your want emotions. to have a conversation with someone. And I put alcohol in it. The more no, no, no. I'm I not add, saying. I'm not saying everybody needs alcohol. If you can get to those parts of your uh, of conversing, if you can get that deep in conversation without anything, go mm-hmm. right ahead. Mm-hmm. Certain people can't. Certain people can't communicate their emotions. Okay, this they is can a, only feel their emotions. The, I'd really like to ask this question. Right? Go ahead, because. I really would like to understand is that do you generally feel like there's people who don't know like I know people today who tell me they can't express what they're actually trying to say or what they actually feel they can't express it to me okay there's a lot of people who can't use their words bruh okay so and alcohol what helps them no alcohol forces it through alcohol gets to the fucking part you know a lot of people can't use their words and then they quit because it's become such a tedious thing to try and construct this sentence say that again yeah Yeah. Yeah, lower inhibitions yeah yeah Yeah. and there's the insecurities so you're more likely to even use like you know Vulgar yeah, to, to the foreign right? language exactly because it gets, to, it gets yeah. to the point. So you don't have those insecurities once again of how's this person going to look at me? I'm trying to yeah. construct the sentence and I can't and I'm failing. Mm-hmm. All of those bullshit things. You know, yeah. So I think one, you have to have those conversations. Those conversations are one with women in your life. Like yo, bro. Like just your sit aunt, and listen. Your bro. girlfriend, your neighbor, ask these questions, your teacher. Bro. Ask these questions. Everybody. Like, I don't understand how these people are still awkward about having like certain conversations with like certain people in their family because of family hierarchy. In this day and age, if you are grown and wise, you should be having any and every conversation you could put, possibly have with the people in your life, especially people who care about you, because that's the opportunity to gain perspective. You know from people who are like ready and willing to share with you. So have those conversations, like open yourself up. I think we said this in much earlier episodes to say like some of these conversations, you know, for you to get to those, you know, jarring, you know, discoveries about just how wrong you think, how wrong you've got it when you think you know, when you think you understand, you know, might require you to be in conversation with someone that you have like a a particular, you know, category of relationship of trust with, mm-hmm. right? Because again, they need you, to go through the emotion. You don't, yeah, you don't understand. Like, yo, bro, can you imagine? When, what was the last, when was the last time you were scared? Like Popo driving up behind you and you got like that, that fitty bag in your pocket, yeah. a blood rolled, yeah. <laughs> just lit it, and some weed on your t-shirt because right? he was crushing. Can you imagine? And this motherfucker is behind you, and he's like, the lights go on, and he can see everything and, you do and from and you that think point he's on. He's stopping you, but then he overtakes and drives past you. Mm. That feeling where you get where you when you are cold. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine having that feeling every time you encounter the woman? In a space, or do you know, like every like just think about like you're going to the car park, MC Benzine, you're working, Zamukpusha late, you know, you're in the city, it's whatever, you're in the lift, you're trying to get petrol, 
you're trying to get petrol, you're trying to go to the fucking post office, that feeling, the feeling of you going to the, you, 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 you in the club, you want to go get like a, a jacket from the car. You step out from, from with being with your friends to go get that jacket from the car. I'm talking about like, like, even if I'm not like paying full attention to it, even if you've built, you found ways to like, you know, play it off cool, but being it's conscious there, of that though. in your mind, it's, it's always like, there. You know what I'm trying to say? That's a, that's a different situation, bro. And when, th when things like these happen and like, you know, testimonies, you know, are, are given out there mm -hmm. and people find, cause like, it's like, like thinking about, I saw such and such being referred to as having done A, B, C, and D. And now I'm thinking back to the last time I found myself in a situation that I was potentially compromising with such and such. And I think to myself, when that, now that am I next thing, right? Yeah. Because it's people, you know, you know, we talk about, we don't know who, you know. Yeah, because, you know, it's, it's like you said, you know, even I could be a rapist. Do you understand? Yeah. It's like, yeah. anyways, I just say you need to make the effort to like, you know, think of it as genuinely getting to know someone, like getting to know a person's lived experiences and perspective. I think those conversations are good for both participants because the more you engage in like being with someone who's sharing, the more you comfortable you get in sharing your, your truth and your reality. Um, I think the biggest fear is that like people think that once you've made that commitment, then, you know, should this relationship end, then that's somehow going to be. And that's the post. That's another trippy thing. There's and a lot of people who take, a lot of information from the relationship, a lot of insecurities shared, a lot of uh, confidence, yeah, and use it against the person, mm -hmm. and then which creates the another insecurity going into new relationships, yeah, where you can't share as freely or as much as you want, or the details you wish for, or your don't wishes. Don't you think, like, know. bro, like, don't you think, like, Eight Mile was like a template, like at some point, like if Abel like, oh yeah, see about some short veil. No, for, oh, for people like me, it, 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 that's the thing, right? Right? That's the thing, though. That doesn't work the same way for everybody. Mm. You need confidence for that shit. Mm. You need confidence to walk around in the world. Like how Charlemagne always says, live till you make it. No, no, no. But that's the thing. No, fuck faking it till you're making it, right? Live your truth so no one can use it against you. Yes. What I'm saying is even if you you do care about people judging you, about you living your truth. Yes, that's another right? thing. Not many people can take, not many people can hold it in. Like when they feel some type of way mm. and then just brush it off and mm. stay cool in front of people or whatever. Mm. So some people just break down. Mm. Females cry, niggas run away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, certain people just break down. Certain people could just can't take. People cry from criticism, bruh. Like yeah. honest criticism for something you did, either your work or how you look or something you did. Yeah, like or even if you drive like trash and you crash, and then people blame you because you drove like trash and you crashed, yeah. and then you go feel some type of way about that. You did that. You fucked up. Take it. It's yours. Yeah. Own it. So imagine now. An honest to God insecurity that you can't even control. That's not of your doing. Imagine if you felt some type of way about your head. 
Nigga, all your life. All your nigga, life. You I really feel, feel some type of way about my head until I discovered it might be a disability. I should be claiming a fucking check from the fucking state, nigga. This shit is heavy, my nigga. I'll be having bad pains and everything, right? nigga. I should be claiming somebody from the state, bro. Shit, bro. So, like, like, not a lot of people can walk around with their truths out in the public and just own them like that. And I think... Which is something that's that crazy, everybody should work towards. Bro, that's the craziest thing, bro. Because I'm thinking to myself, like... We all know that a white light does nothing but build more lies, right? Okay. We all know that any and everything that you have to lie about is that's not going to be the last that you've. Yeah, that's about. not the. That's not. That's the very like, first lie about that. You know, in a long list. Oh, what? And then we also know that you can recover from heartbreak, right? Hmm. We've because had that every time, like if I say I've been in love before and I'm in love now. I think it's, it feels very different because it's live. It's happening right now. Yeah. Right. But the idea of recovering from heartbreak is not an, is not like a, a mind blasting idea. Right. I know what you're talking about, but we've had this conversation. Yeah. So anyways, for me, like, it's really like, it's not a mind blasting idea. Yeah. Right. Not to say anything about recovering from heartbreak is easy, is all that you like when you're going through it, you'll always feel confident that, yeah, I can kick this motherfucker's ass. Right. But I'm just saying, you know, I've been on the pre heartbreak, I've been on the heartbreak train and I've been on the post heartbreak and only at some point at post heartbreak was like, oh shit, I remember when I used to feel like, I remember when I used to feel like. So now I'm not saying that like I've figured anything out about avoiding heartbreak. I'm not saying I've figured anything out about making heartbreak less or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. But I'm just saying I know for a fact, tried and trusted history, I have been able to get to the other side of the shit. You know what I'm trying to say? I know I can run five kilometers. You know what I'm trying to say? I know. You I don't know, know about 10, you know. My girlfriend is not too I, happy I, about I, that. But I know I can run that five. I, lo- I love that. I love that analogy, that argument. It's just that even Wolverine died, my nigga. But what? That doesn't mean that didn't stop him from fighting fucking one-eyed Cyclops. Absolutely. Yes. He's, so been, he's been surviving the heartbreak. He's yes. been getting through it. But and, even he But died. we all know we're going to die. What so the fuck? I'm saying, no surprise? So I'm saying nobody knows their limit. Of so what? Of how many heartbreaks they can take. Until what? Until they kill themselves, nigga. God damn, nigga. <laughs> 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 this is what I It's either you survive or you kill this yourself. This is what I don't those understand, bro. I don't understand how those are the fucking options in the nigga's mind, bro. What else is there, bro? <laughs> like, in the nigga's mind, you're like, I've got, listen, nigga, I've got 15 fucking heartbreaks left, nigga. I'm just trying to see my grandchildren and everything. Bro. I gotta play my cards right, why bro. Why is that, that? This is my thing. I, don't, I gotta I, play my cards I right. I don't understand why, like, it's so bleak. Like, why, why the But that's the thing. Okay, here's my question. Here's my question. What else is there? Because as you said, you survived. You know for sure you'll survive. Yes. So that's what you're talking about, the yes. survival. Yes. Now, who doesn't survive? What happens to the people who don't survive? No, but what I'm saying is, no, who uh, doesn't survive heartbreak? The people who kill themselves! 
Listen. My nigga. Okay, right. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. Right. This nigga, right? This nigga, right? Why you making so bad? Oh, I'm this shit, bro. Okay, what I'm trying to say is, I feel like you know, for as long as it is the common understanding that you know you you you, you know it's survive heartbreak or kill yourself, yeah. right? And it's, it's it's not more a matter of like kill yourself over heartbreak. Like that should never be an option. It never, never is an option. No, but until I, you did, it you don't think. Listen, I I imagine even when you're standing on the chair with like a rope on your like, head, right? Okay. Standing on the chair with a rope on your neck, and you're still thinking, man, fuck this bitch, bro. What the fuck? What the fuck am I out here doing this shit? This bitch out here doing me wrong. This 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 shouldn't be like this. Mm. And then you think, fuck, this bitch was with my neighbor. Both these niggas smiled in my face all this time. This nigga was eating my fucking smarties at the fucking bar. Bruh, I can't even now and then and then the real shit kicks in. And I can't even I don't even have money to move out this bitch. So I gotta see these fuckers every day. This job I'm working is trash. I can't even buy a new phone. She knows my shits. I can't even change the locks in my house. Like I can't do nothing to run away from the situation, at least to ignore it until it blows over. I gotta face it. And it's too tough for me to face. And then like what the what the fuck? What the fuck? Kick the chair. <laughs> Yo, bro. That's that's the process I And see. I think like if we had like more conversations as niggas, not that it would change like the fact of suicide. I'm I'm not trying yeah. to yeah. downplay, you know, people's circumstances. Yeah. You know. But I feel like if you if I had more conversations to snow would say if it ever happens that I'm broke and she takes half of that <laughs> and she takes half of that and leaves me fucking you know half a broke nigga you know I can hit the hobby up and say dog listen right I need to get on my feet like you know feeling like I have options in life right yeah 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 no absolutely it, that's why it's important to always have someone you feel you can always go to like, and, it's, and like it's, building it's, relationships that's the most important thing in life mm-hmm. right having someone you feel you strongly strictly believe that like I remember in high school there was a year where Umini and I shout out to Umini we tell us to check out we used to train shout together out. right we used to che- we used to train together um, for basketball well I was doing it for basketball he was doing it for soccer but the training regimen is the same and we'd meet up almost every other day and just go to new center and train. We'd play basketball, we'd play soccer, we'd train without the ball, just exercises and uh, shits. And this one day I went to work, shit was fucked up, everything was fucked up, everything was fucked up. And then I came back and I went to his house. Before I even went home, I went to his house. Got there, I knocked, and it was all bubbly and shit. I'm like, hey, what's up? What's up? I'm like, nah, nigga, everything's fucked up. I ain't trying to be about nothing today. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to be about nothing, bruh. And then, right? And then nigga woke me in, like, some and he said, Tlaasib, we'll see if we pulled out some snacks. We just kicked it. And at the end of the day, he told me that he appreciates it so much more that he's, he's not necessarily the nigga I go to to get happy and be good. 
but he's a nigga I feel I can go to Even in my like, in my worst days, mm. right? He appreciated that he can be that guy for me, mm. and him saying that shit changed my life forever. Because I don't think I've, I was conscious of someone viewing themselves as that person in someone else's lives mm. and appreciating what what that position uh, affords you. Mm. Right and what that position means to the person that you're receiving. Mm. I've, I don't think I was conscious that people look at it that way. I've always tried to be that person for people, but I, even I'd never thought that I'm trying to be that person for people. And after that day, then I made it a conscious effort mm. of like, no, I want to be that person for a lot mm. of people, as many people as I can, essentially. Right. Mm. So it's that importance of having someone you know on your worst day. I can go to this person. Mm. They may not cheer me up, but they'll damn sure keep me on this level at worst. I won't get any further down. Because we're doing a masterclass for these niggas that don't want to shut the fuck up and sit down, you know? Bruh. We got to like, all of these conversations are building on the same, what do you do? Yeah, absolutely. That point that you're making is also about like, you know, Outside of just building, of, of making an effort to build strong, meaningful, you know, informed relationships about the women in our li- about the women in our lives, yeah, it should also be about building something, you know, as valuable uh, with the with the with the, the homies, the, the homies you, you with, maintain, the, with the homies, yeah, yeah bro, like that should be like a conscious effort. That should be a you know, how are we? growing together collectively as a group. Yeah. Right? And I think often the best way or the how people grow is not by me, you know, dragging you wherever I'm going. It's about me bettering myself so that, you know, you, when you look at, at, at your friends, right, you see examples of people making efforts to better themselves. Yeah. For themselves. You know, yep. not for the next person. Yep. Not, not for whatever. Just like understanding what you put positive inspire. internally, that shit seeps through the motherfucking pores. Yeah. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Because that's that's where we vibrate on, nigga. If if you put 16 niggas, like if you okay, right? <laughs> Peep this, okay. Don't break it down. If you are an alien fucking spaceship driver. <laughs> right? Pilots. Yeah, this yeah. nigga is like he's like an alien Uber, right? Yeah, okay. And okay. you find yourself on planet Earth and you kidnap 16 random people from 16 random spaces who don't know this, each other. This is the Boko Haram of aliens. If you scare those motherfuckers, in fact, let me not even use that example. If you put 16 motherfuckers who are scared in one space, right? And yeah. I don't know what you're scared of, you weren't in the experience that scared me and we're all scared, that's the energy of the room. You don't yeah. have to tell me. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And how you read the room also dictates how you, you know, participate in the room, in the yeah. environment. You know what I'm trying to say? True. So the more people who vibrate positive vibes, and I don't, I don't have the words just yet of exactly one by one what positive vibes is, Right. But when we say don't spread bad vibes, it's literally about it's polluting the fucking environment, dog. Right? And you po- how you pollute the environment is by polluting what you put in yourself because 
what you put in yourself is what you give out there, right? And you have the you have the power to influence what you what you take in mm-hmm. as an individual, mm-hmm. right? It's like my girl is always on my ass about like gym. I'm like, hey, I don't feel like fucking gym, <laughs> but I understand. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, shit, I mean, shit balances out. I mean, shit balances out. Shit balances out. Listen, anything I've maintained. What you mean? I always tell people I'm the healthiest motherfucker you know, nigga. I always been like this, nigga. I always been like this. Every time we went to the optometrist the other day, her eyes were fucked up. My eyes were good. Yo, what you want from me? What you want, nigga? What you want from me, bro? Bro, but she's only talking about gym right and I'm like I don't got an issue with gym in fact I used to run a lot I used to enjoy running yeah. right but I can't imagine with it, you but yeah. because you are like right when it comes to running like <laughs> so if I can't keep maintaining your pace or whatever right yeah. then that just creates a bad like running partnership type situation yeah. right so I run I'd rather run on my own in my own like so I can dictate my distance or whatever Pace because I'm doing it shit. for me. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. I'm not running to so that she can see me run and think better of me. Even though sometimes I'm like, man, nigga, your shit. ass just like ran for a month. Your life would be pashas. You'd be good, but if you just like gave into it and just did it for a month. But you know what I'm saying? I It's something that I prefer to do for me when I feel like doing yeah. And you that's know? the only time you're gonna do it. And and that's that's when you can do it the best, right? If Absolutely. whatever you're doing, if you're doing it because okay, that's what you feel like doing yourself. Mm-hmm. And some things you get into doing, right? Just like watching series. Not every series you watch is interesting in the first few, the first episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Breaking Bad was not the quickest fucking episode. No, like, Breaking Bad was. It was Game of Thrones. Was Game of Thrones wasn't. Game of Thrones wasn't. First yeah, episode, bro, that, nigga, that was nigga. the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, that was, yeah. But that was a long episode. So if you, I, you, you, a lot of titties. Didn't somebody's head roll at the end of like? Oh, that was season first, one episode. First, I'm sure somebody's head rolled in the first. Taking the head off that what? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah that, that was no, yeah, that anyway, was. That the was, point I'm trying to say I was is, high shit watching that episode. What I'm trying to say is like to get into it, it ha- it has to be something that you are choosing to do. Right? No, absolutely, bro. Like, Everything you're choosing to have these conversations. The homie we were talking to at your spot, like, so what, do, uh, how do we have these conversations? You're like, you know how when it's like a bunch of homies that like are cool but don't really know each other that well? Like some of those icebreaker nigger conversations have always got to do with sex and it's never like flattering conversation as far as like how the women in those stories most of the time are portrayed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, something maybe just like bring up how don't you think it's peculiar, motherfucker? Don't you think doesn't this feel like deja vu to you, nigga? Don't you feel like I you like, did this before? I like making see like awkward situations like that. I'm like, you've you've told the story three times already, haven't you? Yeah, like, don't when you feel like this is deja vu? Like, yeah, there was this chick I was smashing. I'm like, you've told that story before, haven't you? Like, you, okay, you smashed her. Okay, yeah, do, you got a, do you got a girlfriend, nigga? Do you got a wife? Do you got some real shit and going on in your life? it's not even about that. Yeah, it's like, bro, like when we have conversations, if you bring that conversation up, right? Mm. I should, right? If I'm addressing that conversation, 
make a point to find a way to bring up the fact of that conversation, you know, in our conversation. Yeah. The fact that we are having this conversation, especially in this political climate or in this, you know, social climate, political climate, whatever, in this day and age, you know, that shouldn't be something that is odd to be, to speak, to speak about. And the, the, the thing, it shouldn't be something you know, that you, you know, should feel you know, like, you know, how I like, about, oh, you know how I like presenting oh, the conversation. I talked about like the size of my dick. Oh, I wonder how niggas are going to feel. No, bro, there shouldn't be some, I don't know about that. Yeah, no. I don't, I don't, I don't know about but that. But I'm saying it should be something But I'm taboo. saying, no, no, no. But I'm saying, introducing the conversation of... You got to finesse the, the conversation the like you finesse any life, other conversation. Right? At some point in the conversation, especially if it's a nigga you're not that familiar with, that nigga's going to say bitch. Right. At some point in the conversation, it's yeah. going to say some bitch, that bitch, a bitch, she bitch, he yeah. bitch. Some bitch. Right. And then you're like, oh, nigga, you still calling bitches bitches in 2019, nigga? This motherfucker right here, bro. We're not gonna go. You're only trying to bait me to say, yeah, no, nigga. I'm not getting it, yeah. Because, and then, and then, what, what do I always say after that when you ask me that question? Calling right? And then we're having the conversation. Nah, nigga, now we're, we're no longer talking about smashing. Now we're talking about the importance of viewing women in our lives. We're having the conversations though. We've yeah. introduced and now you finesse okay, it so to it now yeah. you can finesse it to exactly what yeah, you want. Bro. But that's introducing the conversation. And niggas have right? got like this like non-confrontational shit with niggas, right? Yeah, right. niggas. I don't want no problems. So, but if you bring problems my direction, please believe that you, you won't know, get it. Bro. Yeah, but that's, I don't want no problems. It's, it's that's like your it's general, bullshit. like you, and you see somebody who who imposes themselves on your presence is like this nigga think I want problems, but this nigga bringing problems. You know, like niggas are always hostile. Like, who are you? Why are you come to speak to me? If you're a, a random nigga walks up to you. In a club type situation, and it's like, hey, hey, hey like you, you hostile, like, and then who are you? And it's, 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 and it's the exact same thing with women, except you think that she should expect it. Oh, you're a woman, you're fine, you're in public, can't Fun and can't enjoy Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. It's a tricky one. It's, it's it, dude, but it's just about like being conscious to go to you. Do you don't know, my nigga? You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. You think you know, but you don't because you haven't made the effort to actually ask. And then, and, and what you do know is often re- like, you know, representative of the source of the information that per- person's lived experience. Today, like the other day, I'm at work, go down uh, stairs, and then I'm chilling there. I got my headphones outside. It's around the lunch hour. And then, in my periphery, there's like a lady and your what, my nigga? Sitting. Periphery, my nigga. What's yeah, that yeah. one more time, man? Periphery, my nigga. What's <laughs> that? What I got this. I learned my English from Pharaoh Monch, nigga. I have you there, nigga. Shout out. Shout out to the so Pharaoh. This lady, so I see this lady, like, you know, motioning, gesturing in my direction as if to get my attention. Yeah. Take my headphones off. And she's like, um, something along the lines of you look like the type of guy who would be willing to like you know stand up for a woman um, or defend a woman from you know uh, unwanted provocation <coughs> or uh, whatever from a, a nigga right? she said and that off the bat 
for nigga, I took my headphones on and, and that's the first said- thing she said. <laughs> right? And then I looked at this nigga. And then I was like, oh nigga, yeah, I'm going to have this conversation. I'm trying to, yes, she's right, actually. She's right. Wait, what wait. The, these niggas were sitting together, right? There was conversation that I didn't hear because I had headphones yeah. on. Then somebody motioned to me as if to say, I need a third party to, you know, regulate this creepiness over here. Anyways, I, long story short, ladies on some, can you explain? Story. Oh, she's like, I feel like this nigga is being stalkerish, right? The nigga like, she's chilling with. Yeah, I feel like this nigga has just been like, you know, self-imposing himself into my my space. You know, when I come down to break time, so just come here with with, with chit chat, you know, small okay. talk, okay. Or whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay. First, I wasn't. Sure. I was like, okay, I can understand her having this conversation right now. I can actually understand that, mm-hmm. right? And then <clears throat> at the same time, in in my mind, I was also thinking, Woozy. Oh, but you guys were talking. Okay, let me let me hear where this. But is yeah, coming forget from. that for a second. Yeah, right. Let me hear where this comes from. So, long story short, her version is like she's annoyed by the fact that like he's making what seem to be advances, but he's not clarifying his intention. But this nigga's <laughs> got a wedding ring, right? Oh, and this shit. nigga says something about uh, we live close to one another. You know, mm. um, maybe we can go out for drinks sometime. This is previous conversations, not today. Okay. So, according to her, after those previous conversations, she made it clear that, yo, my nigga, like, I don't know what your your situation, what you're trying to do yeah. with this conversation, right? But I'm not interested in married men, right? Yeah. So, I come in the day after that now where one finds the other there. I'm assuming he found her there or whatever. And then the conversation is having. Now, she's like, okay, this nigga is being stalkish, stalkerish. I need somebody to intervene. This nigga's view is like, yeah, I'm not even hitting on her, bro. Like, we just out here. I'm having a smoke. She having a smoke. She brought a light. It turned into a conversation. She thinks I'm trying to hit on her. I'm not trying to hit on her. And she and this nigga voices this in front of her as well. Yes. And she's okay. like, but what the fuck are your intentions? Why are you talking to me? <laughs> she's like, why? Why do you see me okay. and feel like, okay, I'm going to go there, disturb this woman's peace for small talk. I'm not in... Right? Okay. Okay. So, anyways, like I was stuck in that situation. I think we had that conversation. I was like, my guy, do you understand what she's saying? She's like, oh, and I was like, also, what are your intentions? And he didn't know how to put it. <laughs> how do you put yeah. I just want to smoke with you yeah. into words? He said, I don't have any intentions. I'm like, okay, so when you see her here and you come and sit down and you and you don't know her, like you, you must. There must be like, is, do you think she's pretty? You like to get to know her, you know? Like there must be something, you know. You don't. There's the whole lot of motherfuckers, you know, that are out here. So there must be something about. Oh, so it's not only there. them too. No, it's like oh. a whole bunch of other motherfuckers sitting there. It's like a sitting. Because I'm thinking she where just wants will come like to smoke and someone come at okay, lunch. Okay, no, okay, yeah. that changes everything. Outside too. Oh, so you're just bothering me specifically. You could be. You could be bothering yes. someone else. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. Cool. I'm with you. I'm yes. with you. So I was pulled into that that situation. <clears throat> you know what came from it was like conversation like and the conversation was really more like me trying to facilitate because she was like I keep asking him questions and then he keeps giving me roundabout answers maybe if I speak, speak to another man he'll be dead and she was just like that yeah. so she's like 
please tell him but I feel like that conversation was so dope for it to happen okay right because he assumed or his feelings were like she only feels some type of way because she thinks I'm trying to smash which I'm not whether we believe him or not on that point right yeah say yeah. we believe him on that yeah right I think Black in the process of that conversation right it was also discussing about like yo bro like it doesn't sometimes most of the time in fact probably all the time it doesn't matter what your intentions are your intentions are different from the fact that in my life a random motherfucker just stepped on me and like is taking my time right and if I do you understand what I'm trying to say so whatever you are bringing into my life your intentions are in your head how I feel no, about it I, I absolutely, is separate I absolutely get it when you as soon as you say there are other people there yeah because if you're not trying to hit on her Who's and God? you're looking for just someone to talk to while you're puffing Somebody who's already said, yo, bro, like exactly. They've made it clear that okay, I can see maybe you were thinking me and you and can think, be cool. But yeah. I'm telling you, we're not about that. Yeah. If I'll share Langan, Mashak. Yeah. I get it. But and then he's still there. That's very, very stalker yeah. vibes. Yeah. Very stalker vibes. So dope convo. Dope convo. But I think like it was at, when she first pro- tried to bring me into it, the first thing was like. No, I was still laughing at the fact that she thinks you look like Captain Saver Ho. Yo, I don't know yes, what the that's fuck what I was laughing at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you could be Captain Saver Ho, uh, but to right, look like it. <laughs> moving right along for very ignorant statement by my, my nigga just made. Right? For me, even when she like first said that, like I was also like, okay, ish what the fuck am I getting myself into that, right? Because mm-hmm. like out of the bed, she's talking about stalkerish. Do you understand? So I'm thinking HR in my head. I'm like, I'm oh, just, somebody getting the fired. The first thing I wanted to say was like, do you want to go to HR? She's like, no, I work with HR. So I'm like, oh, okay. oh God damn. So this, this is not someone wanting to, you know, get somebody fired. Yeah. This is someone wanting to... Just get them off their back. Yeah, someone to like make a point to you so that you hear me as a person speaking to you type of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So at first, I I won't lie, there was also that, that, you know, that fear of like, what the fuck am I getting into? But then the more I thought about it, I was like, these are the fucking conversations that we should be having. You know, like, like, like the fact that that happened like that, I'm... Because then it ended up being like, then she left, then there was like three guys, right? Having mm. like a conversation that spawned from that, right? Mm. Mm. Someone mm. who came to sit while this thing was going on and somebody else who came to join the conversation. Mm. So now we are having like these conversations. about yeah, like, like, bro, like I understand that you have your intentions that you understand and you feel like you're being misunderstood. But if every time this conversation has, you speak from your position of being misunderstood, that means you haven't taken the opportunity to see from their their perspective. Because if you did, you would care less about feeling misunderstood, right? Because you'd understand like the severity of the, of the, of the, of the, of the conditions. Yeah. Of her view of the interaction. Yeah. Like the severity of the conditions, like 
how serious a matter this is. No, and the thing is, if you keep feeling like you're being misunderstood, then motherfucker, clearly you can't talk right. You can't make your point. If she says she's been or asking you, wrong. if she's been asking you what the fuck you're trying to be about, and you're giving her the roundabout, of course you're gonna be misunderstood. We don't know what she was about, my nigga. Mm. She's asked you. Mm. Like it sounds like she was straight up to him before. She she could be straight up to you in front of him. Like it sounds like she been asking him, like, yo, yeah. do you like me? Do you are you trying? Listen, like I don't like was you're like, married. I don't do married guys. Dilly around exactly, right? That like, doesn't sound like know, that was the first time. She spoke like if when they had the conversation the first time. She was, she, she was polite. No, she no, was, no, 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 polite but polite. clear. No, polite but clear. It's not because she could have been introducing it right. Okay, Wootsy. Okay, Klampuya Shela, but Uzange Engele Peter. And she's not interested at all in that. Mm. So she's like, yo, are you trying for this? Just so you know, you're, you married. So no. I don't. So I'm she, saying. Listen. This is a grown ass woman. She saw a wedding ring and she thought, what the fuck is this annoying idiot doing talking to me? Because this no, motherfucker no, is now yes. trying to put me into whatever but saying, the fuck no, he's but going, yes, going But I'm saying when she mind. voiced it out to him. Yeah. 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 She yeah. sounds like she's been direct before. Yeah. Right? And this motherfucker still wasn't like, nah, I'm not trying about that. I'm not. Right? Because mm. that's how he can get to stick around without his intentions being known. Mm. So you can't turn around and complain about being misunderstood mm. when you're asking you're trying to and you've been given opportunities. Anyways, the reason I raised that that situation is, you know, I think it's to to emphasize, you know, f- there, there was that incident of that conversation, then the conversation with just niggas that spawned from that, right? Yeah. Also, because sometimes those conversations end and they leave a bitter <coughs> taste in one person's palate, but because that one continued. It was also to reiterate to Guti, you know, when I have when I have these conversations or when anybody participates in this conversation, it's not to put you down as a human, right? It's because we are engaging as people living in societies to like say, bro, like, kabang, I look at it like this. And like obviously you are, you haven't been looking at it like this for you to still hold that view. Look at it like mm-hmm. this, understand this view, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you might feel like you're being misunderstood, right? But understand yeah yeah you might feel like you're being misunderstood because you feel like you had good intentions yourself right but that 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 thought happening in your mind and you stepping to somebody's attention and then whatever you know contributes to what their response their response to you is and then you feeling some type of way about the rejection after that like yo guys no bruh we can't be we can't be too cool, you know, to actually put an effort into like building, you know, a society that's based on like making an effort to like understand your lived experience, you understand the circumstances that make you who you are in this world. Because who you are in this world is what I interact with, you know? So that's been my thing, bruh. Like, you know, make the change in yourself, bruh. Uh, make the efforts. If you have to expose yourself to like, you know, organizations that do mentorship programs for like young boys, you know, it's that's a learning experience for you. And it's also an opportunity to like contribute to like young men of, you know, the future use, right? The future motherfuckers who's going to be having a podcast, you know, 
taking these conversations further, right? Making and like being in that space, you know, and doing that work for yourself, you know, I would hope that it also gives you more clarity to the question that you ask, Uti, what can I do? Because I feel like if you are actively participating in a space, you're more familiar with like what that word actually means or what that question actually means mm. in relation to the thing in, in, in question. So if you... Hey man, listen. This shit comes back to one thing. Yeah, but... Converse, kuning. motherfuckers. Kuning, motherfuckers. Just talk to people around you. Talk to your uncles, talk to your aunts, talk to your granddad, your girlfriend, your sister, your neighbor. But um, speaking of being back on the show, this has been a a good comeback episode. Um, Just to rehash everything that's Mm. been going down. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, nigga. Ain't we going to take a break? Nah, nigga. We gon' we gon' we gon' nah, nigga. We gon' cut a show. Okay, nigga. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, because we're running out of time. Um, a few that. Sorry, did you have something specific to say? Or were you Clearly, I'm not gonna get any time to say it. Oh, I you, you still, you still have a list. Up, you still have a list. <laughs> And no, you're just like carrying on making fucking statements. That no, no, no. That wasn't. Those are points that are on the list. All the points that are on the list. So um, why are you why are you why are you crying that we cutting the episode then? Oh, I thought you were cutting. You you trying to wrap the episode up now? We got twenty minutes. Okay. Do you have more shit to say or not? Like yes, I'm, not, I'm lost fact, right now. That's what I'm yes. saying. You still got a list, and yes. you say those are all things on the list. No, I'm saying Carry it on was on the list. Then. There's other things on the fucking list. So, um, there was a. I listened to two things. Um, uh, one I saw the uh, an episode of that. What's it called? The podcast with Oscar No. Yeah, DJ Speedster. No Speedster, and they were talking about you know, South African artists retaining a South African identity because, you know, out there to the rest of the world, you know, um, you can be dope, but like motherfuckers going to ask you like, yo, aren't you from South Africa? Ain't you got no Zulu raps or whatever? If, if your sound doesn't sound authentically, you know, South African or whatever, or it doesn't sound South African. If you're making trap music that sounds like future music and you, you know, give someone who... What thinks, do you mean? Like dope trap music? Yeah, even if it's dope trap music, I'm not saying bad music. I'm just saying... No, that, saying when you say it sounds like future, sounds like what? Dope trap music? Yeah, 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 I'm saying sounds like future, however you feel about future. So it sounds like future. So if you think it's dope trap music, then yes. Dope trap music that sounds like future. Yes. It doesn't sound like future. It's just dope trap music. Okay. But, but what I'm saying is... Carry on. Yes. Carry on. Someone can make music that sounds like some, something else. I don't know why you're acting like you don't understand what sounds like future music. I just don't agree with the full statement, but carry I'm on. I'm saying if somebody makes music that no, I, sounds I, I like future music... I hear what you're music, saying. I hear yes. what you're saying. I don't right. agree with everything and, they're and saying. And you're a South African, right? I can, as a foreign act or consumer or whatever... I can love the dopeness of the trap music that you do that sounds like future, but also feel like I would I would have hoped or expected that as a native South African artist, that what I was going to get from you isn't just the dope trap so music that future trap makes. music that sounds like Burner Boy? No, no, no. You need to learn to listen to the point that I'm making because you're asking questions that I haven't even no, finished this No, that's why I'm told you that I get what you're saying. Yeah, so, yeah. You so he was talking that. about that, right? He was talking about the idea that South Africa, the African acts, so like you know how Burner Boy's music 
you, you won't question where it comes from. The same way, in the same way that uh, uh, Java's music, you won't question where it comes from, right? Robin Third Floor was on Isobaring, also talking about, you know, conversations along those lines of, of saying about having some, something distinctively representing where you are from in your music. That's like, that is an identifier of your music outside of just like telling the story of your hood. The, the point I want to, to, to raise here is that Cooper was talking about the problem is that, you know, in South Africa, it used to be, if I'm from the Eastern Cape, I need to make it in Joburg, right? To have made it and to have an opportunity to make it elsewhere, Right. And um, I don't know how to phrase how he was, he was he was he was making that analogy in relation to himself, but I was thinking about how he said it sounded negative when he talked about how South African acts now are going to the world because there's no love in South Africa and South Africa only shows them love once the world has shown them love. Right, okay. because they have access to the rest of the world and don't need to first, you know, be blown up by South the city. Africa. Yeah, to to get there. And in my mind, I was like, that's exactly how the fuck is supposed to be, though. That's exactly what these motherfuckers should be working on. These kids should be not thinking about like local markets. Yeah, you know, like kids. Anybody, fuck I, no, the local no, market, bro. Yeah, but like you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be thinking Fuck the local to market. Like they are part of this. They are part of the global market. That's what the goal is. Yeah. The global market. Yeah. South Africa is a part of that. If I can reach somebody outside of South Africa easier than I can reach somebody in South Africa, why should what I put fuck a South African market that doesn't? Yeah, bro. Why should you care? Yeah. To, to and try I know that when my shit is here. popping in, in in the rest of the world, you go get and it. motherfuckers be like, "Yo, why the fuck FK don't say nothing about the five seven eight double?" Yeah, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they're gonna check you. Because I don't know, man. I'm but, a, I, but I, I, the point I want to say is that, like, I think that, like, in anything that you're creating, that you shouldn't be looking at just local marketing. Like the local market, although like marketing bro, in general bro, seems to say identify your market you to say where market, does it live. When you use the word uh -huh. market, you should never be looking at local before it. Mm. When you should never be looking at using the word local before it. Market is about getting as far as you can, getting mm. your shit as far as you can. Marketing. Mm. Why stick to local? Mm. And the cats like Upai Luanster. Shout out to Upai Luanster. Robin Shout out to Robin Third And floor. I don't know if Olo or Spook Matambo were part of these back in the days. I don't know what his career trajectory is. But like these cats have done a lot of like international showcases. Right? Yeah, yeah. Spook, so yeah. they've gotten a lot of international exposure from like music exchange programs and shit like that. I know Durban's got a lot of like, you know, art space funders. Right? Mm. And I think, man, what would be you know, dope, right, is for more people to like explore that. Explore how do I get onto colors, right, as an independent artist without being in a space where necessarily I'm being <coughs> booked consistently in my own country, right? And how to like, you know, understand that it's okay. It's okay if you're not being booked right now at uh, locally, right? 
But there's other things that you can do. You don't have to first get booked in South Africa before you can make but an appearance how overseas. Do you, how do you build up your catalog to present? But it's but yeah, without see, that's getting a, yeah, booked. Now, what I've seen, you know, from these cats is that like they do, uh, the you know, always generation, or Yeah, those cats were like in the Durban art scene type thing, and they knew who was funding uh, KZN fashion this they know yeah. you understand like there's a lot of external funders into the arts and culture space yeah. right and some of those funders provide you know local and international music exchange programs right okay. like so I'm saying now as an artist having that as a priority or an objective so instead of just saying I've got Wait, when you say that, what? Having as an artist having what? Saying even if I'm not being booked, I'm doing because that thing requires applications. It requires you to submit whatever what you're going thing? to do. Those applications for like what the fuck Uluansa is on foreign music exchange programs. Yes, what I'm because saying. he had a catalog to present no, he as had, an application. No, no, he had music and then he applied. Yes, he applied. So what I'm saying is things like those programs so, that you have to apply. So when you're talking, when you're into. talking about artists shouldn't get, shouldn't be looking into getting booked in South Africa. I'm not saying shouldn't be looking to get booked. I'm saying if you are not being booked in South Africa, if you're not getting local gigs, right? Mm. There's more that you could be doing outside of just chasing that local gig booking, right? It's fine if you're not getting booked in, in local gigs. I feel if like, you're also looking I feel at like other opportunities that aren't necessarily. I feel, I feel like you're skimming off the top on such a deep topic that it doesn't make complete sense when phrased only like that. Mm. Because firstly, you're not mentioning that artists need to focus on making great music first and foremost so they can present to shows like Colors and Apply, yeah, but even if they're not like, getting booked. Because if you're not getting booked and I'm, your artist and your music is dope, it's because of external yeah, factors. Listen, bro, if you're saying, not, not getting booked and your music is point. trash, then it's not going to get to Colors either way. But that's like, an important point. I've seen, on, I've seen music on Colors that I thought was trash, but, but that's you, not for me you, to say. Have you listened to the music that got him on Colors? Whoever that trash, uh, whoever that artist was. No, because exactly. what I saw Colors so, so what did what did Colors? Anyways, I'm saying it for you. So I'm saying that's why that's how deep that. No, topic I'm saying is. the trash. That's what I'm the saying. trashness thing is subjective. So I'm not going to make that as a general statement. Like I know what would be trash and what wouldn't be trash to qualify to get onto those things. Yes, but you know there is trash and not to be it. Yeah, if but I that's don't all, know. That's all you speak to. Don't nobody, say you your don't shit is trash. If, just if, say don't do But just because you trash. don't think that your shit is trash does not mean that your shit is not trash. I'm saying don't make trash. I'm not saying whatever you've made is trash or not. Right. I'm saying don't make trash. But who makes music and says I'm making trash? <laughs> so I'm trying to say that like, oh, today I'm actually No, trash. you make music. You're not trying to make trash. But if you listen back to it and it's trash, don't put that shit out there. But okay. every artist makes trash music. Don't put out trash music. Okay. So you see, that's that's how deep the conversation gets when you have to speak on things like those. <laughs> so that's why I don't want to skim off the top with that one. But I get what you're saying overall. I get what you're saying. The one thing I dislike is how you started this whole conversation because you started by saying they were uh, all scooping them were talking about and it sounded like you believe in what they were saying. This is why I bring this up. Talking about keeping a, a, an authentic South African sound or keeping your yeah, own yeah, sound. Yeah. Were, that's where the conversation started. I don't understand what, what that's That's where about. the conversation started. No, about I, how, yes. Yes. You know, even now, I want to speak to that. Yeah. I don't understand what that's about. About like having an authentic sound. Yes. 
Yeah. If I'm a rapper, uh-huh. what authentic sound is going to be? Am I going to be rapping over quite a beats? Can oh. you differentiate between a Southern rapper, a West Coast rapper, and a New York rapper? Now that I know which where these rappers are from, when I was listening to Outkast back in the day, I didn't know where they were from. When I was listening to 50 Cent, right. I didn't know where he was from. Yeah. When I was listening to Biggie and Park, I didn't know where they were but from. When I was listening to now when I was listening know. to Ludacris, I didn't know where he was from. Right. Listening to T.I., I don't know where he was from. Right. But what I'm saying is when you found out about Southern rap music, you're like, oh yeah, Ludacris, T.I., fucking Little John, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can identify a sound of a space, of an yeah. area. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, but T.I. makes trap. Yeah. Lil John makes crunk. Right. The same way we have Kwaito and House. Right. Those are the South African sounds. Right. So when I'm rapping, what South African... Because rap isn't South African. So what is this... What is South African in my raps? How am I keeping it South African? I don't is get it. Is Zulu boy rapping not keep, not South African? No, he's just raps. rapping as Zulu. He's just rapping in Vanak, but it's not South African at all. So Zulu boy is like the music, even though the music is made from South African, other South African music that's been like sampled and used to make the the, the, the music and he's rapping in a South African language that's not South African. I can play a Zulu boy track after playing a Talib Kweli track and the transition will be smooth. Yeah, it's fine. It's still hip-hop. So right? what, exactly. So it's what makes hip-hop. it South African? The, the fact that you're rapping in a Vanak language? Because if that's it, then I understand it then. But that's uh-huh. a language thing. That's not a music thing. Oh, okay. So... Uh, I think it's, it's it's everything. It's music, it's language, right? But anyways, I wasn't agreeing with that statement. I think what that was just the beginning of how that conversation started. All right. And it landed up with the whole thing about how he was expressing a view about the South African hip-hop market and its inability to recognize and, you know, its own artists and give them, you know, the, the, their praises. Absolutely. And often waits for the rest Absolutely. of the world to recognize yeah, them. I, before the, the market does. And I was like, yo, as an artist, you shouldn't give a fuck. As bro. an artist, you see, yeah, and as I, an artist, you should I love that because it. it sounds like from his perspective, he was talking to the market. The market, yeah. yes. And blaming the market is full yes. on. That's bullshit what they do mm. when waiting for recognition from outside. Because mm. dope is dope before it even gets anywhere. Mm. But as an artist, you're absolutely correct. As mm. an artist, you shouldn't be looking for the market to be getting you mm. first eventually. Mm. So I'm with you on that 100%. Do you think that with the the, the, the the suggested, I don't know if it's like like super confirmed, title of Nasty, of Nasty C's new album, that he's going to be rapping against Zulu to some background? Nah, nothing like that. <laughs> oh, the very opposite. Yeah. The very fucking opposite. Because they've asked Nasty before, would he, why he raps in English only as he thought about including some Zulu in his, um, some yeah. vernacular in his raps. Mm. And does he care that people feel that way? Mm. And it was like, okay, I'm not exactly sure if this was him who gave this answer, but some artist asked that was asked that question and gave an answer on some. I'm trying to reach the world. Like my market is the entire world. Mm. The, the field in which I do my, uh, um, the field in which I conduct my arts, in which I perform my arts, the greatest market in that field speaks English. Mm. So why would I limit myself by not appealing to the greatest market? 
Because mm. as soon as you speak vernac, it's only your peoples that's hearing you. As great as that is, that is very limited. That, so what, so what does now, that limit? Then that, limits, like, that limits the type of people who listen for, for lyrics, for instance. People who love lyricists. Let's just stick to rap for now, right? If Nasty C started rapping Gizul on a whole album, a vendor-speaking a vendor person who also understands English can no longer... Fuck, who doesn't understand Zulu at all. Let me put that there. A vendor-speaking spe- person who doesn't understand Zulu. Or Kosa, not Kosa. Swati-speaking person, not Swati. And Debele, Pedi, any other language that's not related in any way to Zulu. I think Debele is also like... Debele, yeah, it's very, very Zulu-like. But you get what I'm saying, right? If you don't <laughs> understand this Zulu... He only knows his motherfuckers. He only knows his allies. <laughs> He's like, no, that's an yeah, ally. No, that's an yeah, ally. No, shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm I'm trying. If you speak sign language, <laughs> yeah. you will not be able to understand Nasty C's album. That's what but I'm saying. I, yeah. So it mm. limits the people, the reception. So now, without hearing the words, all you're left to fucks with is the sound. And if you're not off that sound, then it's gone, right? Mm. Because a lot of people, a lot of people don't even like hip hop, but love Nasty C. Mm. A lot of people don't even love rap, but love Nasty C. And love, love him as an artist. Forget the whatever man is becoming. Forget him as a personal person, as a nigga. Just love his music. Because of the raps, the type of shit he raps about. That kids all over can relate to. Kids who love and live house. Gee, favorite artist is Black Coffee. Don't fuck with them. Mm. But they will quote Nasty C lines. Mm. Because they relate to the, to the lyrics. They may not even fuck with the sound. So now you, st- you, you switch the language. Everyone who only understood, or rather, everyone who doesn't understand that language is already automatically cut off. So, okay. What differentiates you? Because if you're trying to access the broader market, you know, looking like everybody it's else. The, it's the story to tell. You. What story are you telling? Hip hop is all about stories, it, right? Is it not harder if you look like everybody else and you sound like everybody else, but you've got a dope story? That's subjective. The difficulty is then subjective. Because it's like if you sound like everybody else. But then if you sound like everybody else, but you whack, still harder. No, no, I'm not talking about being where I'm saying. So, so I'm saying if you sound like every, if you sound like everybody subjective. else and you work, you are super harder. If you sound like everybody else and you've got you're telling a good story, like, I might listen to, I might stream your song, but, but when I you come say, to your concert. When you say sound like everybody else, you mean, like what? Like all other rappers? Yeah, like what most rap music is sounding like right now. But it's all different. That's how you get to get dope niggas. That's how you know your T.I.'s, your Jay-Z's, your Kanye West, because they're doing the same shit, but just so different it becomes better you're talking about other I'm talking about the motherfuckers that sound the same but we're talking about Nasty C right so in that relation I put him there he doesn't sound the same as any of these rappers Nasty C by Luanster they don't sound they don't sound like any in South Africa Nasty C doesn't sound like anybody in the world in in, in the states you don't think like who who you know I don't know nobody but I'm quite sure there's a lot of local yes absolutely I agree with you but I'm saying them's the whack niggas who ain't breaking out that's why they sound like everybody else no I'm saying when you don't when you have that thing that's different I'm saying what Nasty C sounds like now right yeah is 
Sounds like it's everybody else. In South Africa. No, he's unique in South Africa. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Well, yes. I guess everybody now sounds like him because, you know, he's, exactly. a, he's so, a forefather. He's a forefather of a generation in South Africa. Okay. Right? But I'm saying his old, his current essence, do you think you won't, you wouldn't be able to find another person who sounds just like Nasty C somewhere else in the States? I can find them everywhere in the world. Right. But it's because he's Nasty C and his story to tell. That's what makes him known everywhere in the world. As opposed to every, as opposed to all the other people who sound like him, but they're not popping. It's not a matter of he's Nasty C, all of that thing. And he happens to be in South Africa. So for the competition no, of sounding like no, that, I don't think is so. different. I don't think as so. As opposed to, I don't think so. The same way you can get a Justin Bieber breakout at nine years old in America, right? In a land where there's a lot of nine year fucking olds who's singing their asses off. Okay. But a Justin Bieber was special. He was different. He was Justin Bieber. Okay. Well, um, you have to have that thing. I fell for the the not even fell for it sounds bad, but like I like the idea of that Zulu man with some power thing. I was like, ah, okay. And I like it for the for what I feel it's representing. It's completely opposite to what you were saying in terms of rapping in Vanak. It's specifically rapping in English, doing this shit exactly how he wants to be doing it, mm-hmm. but remaining a Zulu man till the day he dies. Because none of that shit means you shouldn't do things as as you want. None of, nothing about being Umzulu says I shouldn't speak English like this. Nothing about being Umzulu says I shouldn't speak English for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. All it says is that I better know is Zulu. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a Zulu loved one, you know what the priorities are, you know? The bare minimum, okay? If you have a Zulu loved one who does not speak the language, now you understand how the other Zulus feel about him. Oh, yeah, nigga. Oh, <laughs> oh you brutal, bro. Oh, Yo, nigga, you gonna get all of this, Y'all niggas is brutal, bro. We, we need to have like a, smoke, a sit-down bro. session and understand where all that fucking anger comes from. Y'all niggas is brutal, bro. <laughs> you need to watch the new Bill Burr shit and understand where anger comes from. Oh, that special, shit. That special speaks so brilliantly of yeah. the anger, bro. That <laughs> shit is beautiful. It is beautiful, bro. It's a shelf of anger we have as men. But I anyway... Dave Chappelle, I I've tried to listen to watch the the Kevin Hart twice. I'm, I'm a ch- I, I still I still yeah. need to check out the Kevin Hart one. Um, but yeah, I think like, I think you go learn was like it's, it's the best showmanship one. It's much better than all the others. No, the jokes ain't like, the jokes ain't slapping that like you that. You special that had the, the that was the craziest one. The what was the fuck? Uh, my mama told me to tell you, mind your goddamn business, you bitch. You two titty, no titty having, bitch. Two plus two, don't know what the fuck it is, bitch. <laughs> Cockeyed, crying down your back ass, bitch. That's long, that's long, titty, no dip having. He said you ain't got that shit. Ain't got got nothing. That was like. Apex Kevin that, that Hart. Was, like, yes. That thing's been like... As that was Kevin Hart, born sinner. That was... Dave Chappelle. Um, this is like, Dave Chappelle is crazy because like it took... The first time I watched it, I was like, okay, I definitely need to come back and smoke for this shit. Because, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, watched I, it, I watched it with a blunt hand like, the whole I, time. Like, yeah, oh, it's, this it's, shit. It's, it's, it's honestly very triggering. But... 
there's something about like Dave Chappelle giving jokes that's like a reminder to say this is comedy this is comedy this is comedy like oh, you know like, oh Dave Chappelle I don't think cause like I was watching with my girl and like there were statements that he'd make and she'd be like that's not funny and I'm like that's just a setup wait, wait for wait it wait for it calm down calm <laughs> down bro calm down, like, calm down. Like, he wants you to yeah, be like this yeah, it's part like, of the job yeah, he's going right into it yeah bro right. like you're going face first into this mm, shit mm. and that's the thing I'm starting to consider Dave Chappelle not even a comedian Dave Chappelle Dave, Dave Chappelle isn't a comedian He's who, a who fucking god MC I've been telling you this shit But that's yeah, the bro. thing that, That's Dave what Chappelle it is Dave Chappelle gets on stage And f- gives you the dopest freestyle Every time Dave, Dave Chappelle is just like A hour. philosopher Who speaks true comedy mm, mm, That's mm. crazy bro But shout out to all the comedians man Shout out to Lil Duval Just, just for being alive Shout Black out don't cheat, Black men don't cheat Shout out to Lil Duval Shout out Snoop Dogg Shout out to Snoop Dogg, man. Alive. Shout out to the first hip hop billionaire, my nigga, Jay Hover. Jay Z. Did he make it up in this over bitch. the line before, Dre? Yeah, nigga, Dre never made it to billion. <laughs> Dre never. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Tyrese, bro. Yeah, bro, Tyrese, fuck. This is why Tyrese is not gonna get that fast in the future. Tyrese, yeah, bro, like, yeah. he's not getting in the next fast in the future. Who's Dre? He called the studio and said, <laughs> like, yeah, blacklist I know. this nigga. Fuck, fuck this fuck nigga, bro. This nigga fucking up my bag big time, yeah, bro. bro. Um, shout outs to all these niggas, man. Shout outs to... Shout outs to Umjay. Umjay. I don't think there's an episode that should go by with just yeah. Shout out to Umjay. Just, Umjay, shout out to Umjay. put Umjay. me on. There's a there's a Shaga Rise again. Hell okay. yeah, nigga. Shaga this Rise again. Please game get the game. Get. That shit is. That's what it sound like. Yeah, nigga. That's what it sound like when it starts. Oh yeah. I need to get on that shit big time. Yeah, bro. That shit uh, look dope as fuck. Shout out to Um, Jay. Um, I don't know um who the 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 producer of the app is. He he. I, it sounds like us. Like the post to a he posted it. It sounds like he's someone he knows. Yeah. So shout out to this the niggas. Dope. Shout so out to the niggas. If you are on what's that? Google, what Google Play, Google Store. Play Store, nigga. Play Store, Play Store. Google Play, everywhere, anywhere Please you get your apps. Shit, this is so fucking cool. Anywhere you get your apps. Rise again. Shaga Rise again, my niggas. Yeah, anywhere man, you get your apps. Ah, man, this shit is so epic. I'm sure Jay got the fucking. We came up with the sound. I hope oh, you like. I, oh, I hope this nigga was scoring <laughs> the game. But anyway, man. <laughs> shout out to the comeback shout episode. Out to um. I nigga, think, we need to wrap like this up. We can go on forever because oh, okay. we ain't been on Shout the mic. Shout out to you listening, okay? Shit. Okay. You the realist. Okay. Shout out to everybody who didn't stayed with us and made it back to this point. We back. We gonna get back on our yeah, consistency. Bruh. You can fuck with us again. But thank you, man. Thank you to everybody who's been there. Peace, love, and happiness. We are the Why Not Podcast. We out. Peace.
drive, yeah, go shy sign, no say corner, no say so like a jardy man. Well, I'm back on my mean shit, killing rappers, I'm back on my mean shit. Hundred racks, I'm about to get in bed. Bend the blonde, I'm about to get lifted. I'm smoking, give me that. Young fly, just the in the mix. Temperature, power, and it fit. Backward, and it's on the lip. That thing, she all over him. Sob on the young Mona list. Recording live here, like I did. Jason, I heard you doing things. I really hope that we can do this thing. Really focus on that milli thing. Self love for the family. Mary Jane, bring for better days. Work ethic on another thing. Discipline, yeah, you know the thing. JC, they don't know the thing. Summertime, I'm live, they gon' love the thing. But Zulu Republic, they know the same. Superstar!